What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Sings Twitter Podcast. I don't even, people might not even listen to our podcast during the offseason, bro. <laughs> like, I was, they, people might be so just hurt. And like, they're yeah. like, what? A Saints spot? I don't even want to hear about that shit. It's, 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 it's the meme of the, the old white guy turning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we got we got some shit to talk about. Um, I... I talked to Ryan. I said, "Listen, I I, I want to do an episode because we're tra- we as fans are transitioning from a fifteen year period where we're gonna what we're transitioning to next season is gonna be so unknown to us, and we Man. just don't know how it's gonna look. And it was so and it was so close for it to be for it to not be that way. And we we're gonna talk about it. So we're gonna." you know, kind of go over the the Saints dynasty that we should have been talking about. We're going to talk about it on this episode. I know people are like, listen, like, Adam, we just fucking lost to the fucking Bucks in the playoffs. Like, we don't want to, we don't care. We, we don't care. Bask in the darkness, baby. Come on, <laughs> come on. To use a psych, psychological term, we're going to flood you. Just flood that pain out of yeah. you and just cleanse your system but before we get even into talking about all that stuff, well, we got a lot of stuff to kind of just go over in terms of people leaving this, like the, the Saints coaching staff, front office just being raided, just Whew. devoured. And usually that happens. I mean, a team that has been this successful for this long, it's, it was bound to happen. But usually yeah. it comes off a Super Bowl win. Yeah. <laughs> They can't even say, like, well, at least we won our Super Bowl. So, like, everyone, like, nah, man. Like, so Terry, Terry Fontenot is now the GM of, of, of the Falcons. Dan Campbell, head coach of the Lions. He took Aaron Glenn, secondary coach, with him, who's now going to be his defensive coordinator. Uh, Ryan Nielsen, who was a defensive line coach, um, was potentially going to go to LSU to be their D.C., and the Saints were like, nah, nah. Nope. 
Baton Rouge, no. Calm your ass down. Calm your ass down. Bro, that's take take this little money and this little title. Like I don't... title. You better fucking sit your ass down, boy. You ain't going nowhere. Uh it is so funny because there was like this, you know, this part of Twitter is like, oh, I don't know why the Saints are gonna alienate one of you know, alienate their other fan base of LSU. I like you. The fuck out of you. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> the pro, a pro team, motherfucker. Come on. Who fucking give a damn about LSU? But just like, man, like they've been hit hard. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes, you know, we think quarterback wise, um, team wise in, in general. Um, but now they got they got things to replace in, in the coaching staff, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. It's going to be interesting, man. It's, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how they're going to play, you know, with a secondary coach. Maybe they go in-house, you know, maybe they have some kind of defensive assistant that they want to bring up or, you know, maybe they go looking out out in the uh, out in the, in the field to see who they can bring in. Um, I don't know, uh, Chris Richard, who was with the Cowboys for a while, he was pretty good. I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know if he – I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's with a team or not. He was with the Cowboys. I don't know. The last I read of him is that the Raiders have brought him in for an interview before they hired um, Ken. Uh, no, they they used the picture of Ken Wisenhunt, but who do they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. They hired, they hired Gus Bradley. There you go. The white white guy, ball white guy. There. Ball white guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Ken Wisenhunt up. <laughs> But yeah, so, and it's funny, you, it's, it's, it's interesting you bring him up because I always remembered when the Cowboys were, you know, the, the seasons that they were good and he was the DC, I remember thinking like, he, he's a good coach. Like, I, that, yeah. that stood out to me. Now, I don't, you yeah, know. He, he was getting a lot of pub as like a, you know, a defense, I mean, a head coach pub, but you know, you know how that go. I mean, he's black, so we really know how that go. <laughs> Sit your ass down, Chris. Um, but, you know, with Dennis Allen still staying at defensive coordinator, you know, and the, we, you know, that was close to like, you know, he was interviewing for yeah. the Eagles job, but that got yeah. filled by someone whose last name I can't even pronounce. Um, Some uh, fucking, uh, uh, fucking uh, Frank Reich's old offensive coordinator. I ain't never heard of him. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so with DA coming back, I don't know if if Chris Rashard would want to be a secondary coach. Like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe Possibly you would that. see that too much as a as a devotion. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Or, you know, I mean we got, you know, we need to place a tight end coach. I mean, tight end coach is kind of like oh, what the fuck do they do? You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> well, I will go get somebody. I don't know. I, I will say, you know. And we'll we'll talk about it later in the episode, but you know Adam Troutman is crucial to yeah. you know to the, the the Saints' upcoming core offensively. Yeah. So you so know, get somebody get, that could develop young players, please you know, maximize that talent. You know, so that's something they're going to have to feel. And uh, you know, uh, Terry Fine not going to the Falcons. Uh, it's good to see him. You know, I hate that he's going to the Falcons because I hate the Falcons. But you know, it's, it's good to see him. You know, a young black man oh, came sure, up. Man. You know, came up the hard way. Like, 
literally was just like a intern with the Saints at 22 years old and just kind of built himself up hard working and you know, that's really, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. And you know, I mean, you remember Cynthia Freeland was on here. Yeah, man. He raved about him, just talking about how smart he was and how nice he was, how you know how he's just such a helpful person. And he's so, like, know, you know, she said she he's one of the good ones, you know, and that's yeah, one of the good ones. So like that's that's just awesome. And just seeing the video of him just getting tried to, you know, he was talking about what he learned from the Saints and him getting choked up, uh choked up about it and all that stuff. That was uh so that that was cool. It's just like damn, bro, Falcons, bro. But anyway, it's still good to see that. So you know, I hope he uh, I hope he fails miserably. I'm sorry, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. no, like for that, <laughs> I'm sorry. This, I don't. I hope he fails. I don't. That that number four pick. I hope it just fucking flames I out. Hope, <laughs> I hope it's the biggest bus ever. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You ain't a saint no more, bro. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy being on the other side of the rivalry, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's crazy just to think about the in- infrastructure that that Sean and Mickey has built, um, and maybe a a sneaky move that didn't happen is that Jeff Ireland doesn't look like he's oh. going anywhere. Man, um, that whole shit still following, bro. <laughs> <laughs> People mama a whore. That shit's gonna follow you, man. Tell you. He's like his the interviews literally go like an owner be like, so you were the were you the one that asked Dallas if his mom was a That was you. <laughs> we can't break this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bro. I mean, it's I crazy, bro. Like he really should have a job. Like he really should get a GM job. Just, just based off the 2017 draft, like, like fuck the other drafts. Just that draft, like man, you should get another crack at the motherfucker. Because it's not like his dolphin experience was terrible. He had, you know, he had misses and he had a couple hits. hits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I remember, it's funny. I remember when he was hired or brought in, like a super fanatic fan at the time. I was like, oh, let me go look at Jeff Ireland's passion pass with the with the dolphins. (laughs) How sick is that, bro? Like, <laughs> bro, I never forget your fucking ass set and did a whole spreadsheet looking at the like the entire Saints draft since two thousand. Oh yeah, the the draft yeah. trends, bro. Oh, draft Mecca, man, draft Mecca. Where you? Oh man, that's right. <laughs> so when I actually had time, I was putting out content, bro. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. Oh man, we were sick, bro. I, I sick, bro. I wrote a whole, I wrote a whole article on it. Like it, it's, I still have it saved on my computer somewhere, bro. It was good, man. She was some good shit. I mean, it was. I, I don't have, I don't have that in me anymore, bro. Like that's long some John, though, John Singler type shit. <laughs> that's it. Shout out to John Singler. I actually, um, unblocked him last what? week. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that. I can't I believe. It. Didn't didn't follow, but he did get unblocked. Um, I, you know, it's, it's 2021, you know, new, you know, fresh start. Everyone gets clean, not everyone, but you know, some people get some fresh starts, clean slates. He's, he's on thin ice, you know, what? Oh yeah. 
I mean, I don't follow him, so that maybe will save him from me from me re blocking him. You, you catch some catch some Chris Nolan slander on my timeline. You he, he back out. <laughs> He's gone again, but he is unblocked. Um it's it's funny, like I, I'm having a great time recording this podcast because I'm not I'm not really worried about anything. This fucking team is just I worried. So let's we got we gotta talk about it, man. Like this it shouldn't be this team and their future shouldn't be how it is with the upcoming season of this uncertainty. Um, you know, everyone on Twitter talking about how can we get Deshaun? How can maybe they get Matt Stafford? Are they going to bring Jameis back? Is Taysom the answer? No, by the way, Taysom is absolutely fucking not the answer. Um, just all this uncertainty about, you know, the future of the team um, but let me let me start with this before we even get into you know going going back in time. What if what if what if Drew just decides I, I can't go out that way? That like I I can't I can't go out like that. And he said, Sean Mickey, I'm coming back next year. What what do they do, bro? They have to oh yeller him like. I have some fucking nuts, Sean Payton. No, no, you can't bring him back, bro. You can't. You can't bring. You can't bring him back. Can't do it. You done unless you want to come back because he's under contract, so he can come back. But either they cut him, or you want to sit on the bench. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or do you want to leave with some kind of dignity? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't have to be an asshole about it, but it's like. They just need to be straight up. Look, Drew, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're a legend here. You, you know, you're the greatest Saints player of all time. Period. But you know, we're moving on. It's time to start another chapter. It's very simple. You know what I'm saying? It's like, here's what it is. Something they probably should have said probably last year. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, just just keeping it buck. But they, you know, they they respected what he's invested into this team. And right. you know, I understand it. I get it. But uh, no, <laughs> at this point, they have they they are the organization. They have they have to think about the team in the short term and the long term. And bringing Drew back is just wouldn't be smart. Period. You know because it wouldn't be smart for him or the team. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Um, and I wonder if he just he's taking his time. You know, the news of Philip Rivers retiring. Like he, you know, Drew want his you know his proper shine. Like. You know, like he's like shit. Fucking Philip Rivers replaced me basically in San Diego. Like I, I want my at least not time. So I, you know, I, I get it. I, Man, I, I do. You, you're gonna get a yellow jacket in five years. Period. That's the ultimate shine that every player plays for. You don't get it. You ending on a shitty pass. You know, throwing have a shitty game in the last playoff game. Nobody gonna remember that shit. Like, can you tell me what happened in uh, Joe Montana's last playoff game? You know what I'm saying? Do you remember Brett Favre's last playoff game? Like, well, I remember his last playoff game. I remember Brett Favre. <laughs> I remember Brett Favre's last playoff game. But that's us the Saints fans. But people remember Brett Favre's great career. You know what I'm saying? People remember – nobody remember Aikman. You know what I'm saying? Nobody remember that sh- They had a great career. Drew had a fucking great career, man. So he's going to get a yellow jacket in five years. One of the best quarterbacks to ever play. His name is all over the record books. Bro, you got a Super Bowl championship. Should have been more. But you got one. You brought a trophy to New Orleans, a team that what? Say it again. Say it again. 
a trophy to New Orleans, a Lombardi Man. trophy to New Orleans, and to y'all youngsters out there, you know, prior to you know, prior to 2009, it was laughable to even think that the Saints would even. It was just like how we used to talk about, you know, if they ever have a black president. It's like, mm. <laughs> what is that a black president? Are you crazy? Like that, the the Garrett Hartley kick and you know Jim Henderson's emotions that call, oh, like that, like that was real, bro. Kicks have flown. You know like, what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was like that. Like that's why that call is so great because. That's what we used to say, like, hell of freeze over for the Saints with a Super Bowl. Right. Or you get to the Super Bowl. Like, get to the Super Bowl. Not win a Super Bowl. Just get to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he got that. Like, Drew got that. Somebody asked today, like, uh, I think of my dog Brian from the East. He was like, you know, if, say, Jameis played next season and the Saints went to the Super Bowl and won it, would that ruin Drew Brees' legacy? I'm like, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> His legacy is solidified. He it's, brought the ship to New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cemented, bro. It's cemented, man. Like you don't have to worry about that. Like not only did he bring a, a championship, which he did, but the amount of success the Saints have had oh since God. in 15 years, where they don't have the Patriot amount of championships. A lot of that due to shitty defenses and also playing in a tougher conference but they have had not maybe as consistently as the Patriots but they've had a level of success in the NFC that and as, as fans like you just got you just gotta be blessed bro like just just blessed like I, I get it the, the heartaches the and ooh, we've had some fucking hard, hard aches bro but like the success is it's just it's unreal man so let's let's talk about what could have been so I don't want to. I feel like it's it's kind of the the kind of the easy thing to do is just to go back and you know everyone's gonna say oh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's why we're well, we're that's why we're fucking doing it though because this team could look drastically different if different decisions would have been made. And I was going back and I was looking at a couple of drafts and the the, the draft that stood out to me. I know everyone's going to think I'm going to start with 2017. It wasn't even 2017. It was 2016. Mm. That's the, that's the Sheldon Rankins draft. And it, and the reason I start with that is one, um, I think we, as a Saints fans, Sheldon Rankins ain't coming back next season. He's not like he, he's, he will not be with the team. That's not, that's not any inside information. That's not sources. It's just you have to read the tea leaves. He's gone. Period. He was drafted 12th overall. And in five seasons, he's had 2018 was his his best year. He was looking like the next coming of Geno Atkins. Um, and he's had and he had, you know, some some glimpses, but injuries kind of derailed his career kind of inconsistencies you know let's be honest like David Onyemana David Onyemana has been a better and more consistent player um than Sheldon Rankins and I I start with that draft because he was drafted 12th overall and and I and I get the issues that he had coming out of Mississippi State but like Chris Jones like hey (laughs) And I was a Chris Jones fan. I was a Sheldon Rankins fan. 
I was a Sheldon Rickards fan. I was a Chris Jones fan. But look, I mean, look, Chris Jones had some suspect tape, but he had his, his I mean, it was a lot of like uh, Robert Robert, Robert Kadiche. You know what I'm saying? It was just like some games you look at, it's like, what the fuck? He is the most dominant player on the team. And then you look at other snaps, it's like, ugh. Whereas Rankins, he just kind of looked like, like a good, solid third, you know, three technique. You know what I'm saying? It was just, that's a good, solid player right there. You know what I'm saying? So I get the move. I get it. I get it. But, you know, I mean, look, it was, a, it, I mean, it wasn't a great pick. I mean, it was the 12th overall. You didn't get return on your investment. You didn't. You know, I, you I, just got to take that. I'm going to break a little something here. Uh, I probably shouldn't tell this because whatever. I'm going to tell it anyway. So funny story going back to that draft. Uh, when Lermy Tunsil started to slide uh, and he was there at 12, Sean Payton was adamant, adamant that they should draft Lermy Tunsil. Of course. Adamant. Was on the table pounding for him. You know, that was the draft where all the fucking the bong and all like the most crazy fucking shit happened that 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 crazy, crazy, bro. That shit was crazy. <laughs> he wanted the pick to be Lermy Tunzel. My my guess would be they would have drafted Tunzel. They would have put him at right tackle. Um, Teron would still been left tackle. And then they would have their, their bookends that way. And it was Jeff Ireland that said, nope, kind of like overruled and said no like you know we're we're gonna you know this the pick should be Sheldon Rankins and and that's that that's how the pick that's how the pick happened and then that's how Sheldon was the pick um but I think you know like like you said Rankins at the pick just just wasn't the the return on the investment like he was he's been a decent player with the Saints but He's he's not what you would envision when you draft someone twelfth overall, right? Right. And then in the second round, they make up for with uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, a guy you were high on. You know, uh, I do Tony Pauline, first podcast guest. You know, he was he 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 linked it to him. You put me on him. I was like, yeah, he fits. So you know that worked out. Yeah, uh, thankfully. If 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 if, he, if he's on the team next season, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think he will be, but yeah. Stay stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. So I mean, you know, obviously that that worked out great great for the Saints. Um, I'm trying to just take a gander of that of that draft. Yeah, you know they drafted Bomb Bell, who, you know he's 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 a starter in the NFL. Yeah, Start um, safety, and that's also the draft that they drafted David on Yamada. So mm-hmm. you can't can't hate him. Oh, that was that was a Ken Crawley draft. Oh, <laughs> Crawley clamps. Did he get drafted or was he? No, he was a, right. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So that that's that's where you know things kind of started in terms of just some misses, and then 2017, bruh, we got we got to talk about it. We here here. Listen, I've already gone on. I've, I've done my rants. 
I've done no, no. Man, look, let it loose. It's your time. All right, bro. <laughs> no, many people didn't believe me when I, I, I said I, I watched them, and I and this was this was not even me being from Lubbock, had went to Texas Tech myself. Like there was not any that bias. I just watched Patrick Mahomes as a prospect, and I said he's going to be the best quarterback. That he's the best quarterback prospect I've ever seen. Period. Um, I said it. I said if he hits in the NFL like I think he's going to, he's, he's going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. I I said it. Um, and I think, and it's funny too because I remember what you said is that you said even if he doesn't hit, I still think he can be Matthew Stafford. Like Matthew Stafford went number one overall in the draft, bro. Like exactly, exactly. Like that's how good. Like as a quarterback, like if you just watch that tape, his tape there, it was so fucking good. Like as a quarterback, it's like what are you looking for as a quarterback? Can you like first thing you look for? Can you throw the fucking ball? And he was throwing the bitch, bro. Not throwing, and it was. I, I always came away impressed. Not like how far he can throw, not how hard right. he can throw, but the accuracy was just accuracy, the boom. long distance accuracy, and the different you know angles he threw at and stuff like that. It was just like this is different. Like this is different right here. That's why Aaron Rodgers was like a key for me. Like Aaron Rodgers was the ceiling for me because that's the type of you know throws Aaron Rodgers would make. But remember, he had he used to he had a lot of picks at Texas Tech, so he I did. was like. I thought he was like, okay, he's gonna be kind of a little let loose, kind of a Jake, not not like Jake Cutler, but, but kind of like you know, he was like Brett Favre, just old gunslinger, yeah. just you just know, like it, just playing. I didn't imagine him being so good. Like he doesn't turn the ball over, bro. He like he doesn't do it. Like he doesn't do it. when he throws a pick. It's like, oh shit, he throw a right. pick. Like it's that's how it is right now. I didn't think he could elevate to that level. And uh, and then he does all that from the he does all that from the pocket, and then he also has like when he makes plays, you know, outside of structure, which that's what he's known for. Like even oh thinking about when we played against him, it wasn't, oh my God. it wasn't the plays he made inside of structure, inside of like the pocket. We got killed with him being special outside the pocket and just making insane throws. Um, it's demoralizing. It's the, as a defense, like, like if you're a cornerback, it's like, what, what are you supposed to do? And I like, what are you supposed to do? Honestly, those those plays are worse than like when you have everything covered and then you have a quarterback scramble. Like because just the way he makes his plays off off script in terms of like usually it's a big play like that touch you didn't see it. I don't know if you ever saw it after you got home, but the touchdown he threw in the corner of the end zone, like off script, like it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, just ridiculous. Like, what's supposed to do with that? Like, what? So, the whole Mahomes thing, first of all, in my head, I'm like, all right, make the Saints are gonna, the Saints aren't gonna be interested in him. Um, and I remember people was like saying he was a second round pick, he was a third round pick, and I was like, no, like, what, what are you guys watching? Like, this guy is the best player in the draft I've ever seen. And so, I was like, all right, we're not gonna be interested in him, blah, 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 blah. Then I remember, fucking. Nick texts me something about like, hey, I think I think Sean and, and Pete went to Lubbock. And I was like, excuse me? Sure enough, like that same day, 
it comes out that Sean had went to Lubbock and put Patrick Mahomes through a private workout. And so as a, as a football fan who understands football, it's one thing for the head coach himself to go to Lubbock, right? Well, you take your offensive coordinator too, Pete Carmichael? Then it's like, oh, okay, all right. Um, and then the way the draft just starts unfolding, man, just like, you know, in my head, like, I was like, man, they just just take five. Just take five. What a what a what a great fucking draft, bro. Bro, like, are, you, are you looking at it? It's, it's ridiculous, bro. No, I'm not even looking at it, but I'm oh. just thinking about it. Like, yeah. not even who we drafted, but just the way it fell. Yeah. And the talent that was available. That, that's what. That's and a ridiculous the, draft, man. And it and it worked. And it, the crate the way it worked out for him to even be there was just crazy because there was like that huge run on wide receivers, right? It was Corey Davis going to Tennessee at five. Um, Mike Williams went to the Chargers at seven. And the biggest surprise was John Ross going to the Bengals at nine. So all that talent had like pushed Mahomes and Watson down, right? And so I'll never forget, I'm driving to San Diego to, to meet up with my girl to watch the draft. That's our tradition we've had for a while now. And I'm not going to say no name, but a source who had been historically right about the Saints first round draft picks the last couple of years, I get a text. It says it's five. I say, excuse me? I almost pulled off to the side of the road, right? <laughs> if, if he's there, he's the pick. And I said, oh, shit, it's about to happen. And sure enough, the Bengals are out in the, or excuse me, the Bills are on the clock at 10. Think about this. Like, they got their quarterback the next year, but they could have had Patrick Mahomes the year before. Like, and I, and I am, I'm becoming a Josh Allen believer, but I, I still think there's a huge, think, yeah. there's a yeah. huge difference in terms of talent yeah. gap between the two, but that, whatever. So the Bills are on the fucking clock at, at 10. And then the trade happens in Kansas City. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, God damn it, what's going to happen? And then there, then there, there it was. Um, they take them. And all that said, you know, all that said and done, at 11, it's still crazy because we're, take, we're, we're thinking of all these crazy scenarios that the Saints could trade for Deshaun Watson. They could think. It could have just taken them at 11 in 2017, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, right? And I still remember that Sean Payton interview with, with Florio, whoever it was, and they they was talking about Watson, and Sean Payton goes, yeah, man, there's something about him. Like, he's just, like he's special. And it's <laughs> I, I wish I knew. Like, I, to be in the draft room that, that night for it to unfold, I, I I wish I would love I, to know what just what was being said. I would just I, love to know. I just wanted to know. I guess my and this is and I wasn't around a lot during the week of the Chiefs game because of work or whatever. But I wish someone would have one Saints beat writer would have had the balls to say, "You guys have never shied away from trading up when you guys have identified your player in the draft." Uh, why why this why that draft if he in so, so fan, Saints fans were listening he was the num Patrick Mahomes was the number one rated player on the Saints board that draft year number one 
at every player. So why, as a team, when you've always shown the propensity to get your guy, why did you sit on your hands? Was it you didn't want the potential optics of how it would have looked if – Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one That's thing – reason. It's one thing to draft your quarterback of the future, but when you trade, even if it was a fourth round, whatever, when you trade up to draft the quarterback and Drew's still on the team – I think it was twofold, man. It was twofold. It was one, the optics. And two, you have to weigh in what the Saints were coming off. They were coming off three, seven, and nine seasons. So, and Sean Payton had already flirted with leaving the team like twice, like 15 and 16. And it was a, it was a win now mode. It was a win now mode. They didn't have time. The way they were looking at it was like, didn't have time to, Develop a quarterback. Do we want to develop a quarterback right now? Do we want to do all this? Do we want? It was a win now mode. Let's get the best team. Drew, Drew, it, it, like he said, since he had begun to contemplate retirement, Drew came back at like a, a kind of a team friendly sort of deal. Um, so it was like, let's just roll with Drew. Let's build the best team we can around him and go win. Like that's that's just the approach they took. That's just crazy because it's, 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 but it's it, it's a it's a battle of it's just like every human deals with it's time preference it's short term thinking versus long term thinking mm. do I do I when I when I get paid on Friday do I take a hundred dollars out and put it on the side for a rainy day or do I just look at my check as you know what I could spend right now it's the same mindset and they took the time preference uh, the time pre- preference approach of let let's win now. Let's go to win now. We don't have time to think about the future. But they but that's but but they did though. Because if if Buffalo doesn't make so let's say Buffalo would have saved Pat and let's say they would have taken Marshawn, right? Mahomes would have been the pick. Oh yeah. So no doubt about it. So, so it's just it's 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 a weird dichotomy. I, I I really I really think Lattimore being there really remember. That was the same offseason. He was ready to go for broke to get uh, uh, fucking uh, Malcolm Brown or Malcolm Butler. No, no. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, yes, exactly. It was. Yeah, but so they really like. If you, I mean, you remember 2016 and 2015, the cornerbacks we had. It was the dumpster fire, bro. Like was, Ghost Boys, Sterling <laughs> Moore. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> it was. Was that the Dixon? The Dixon twins? Yeah, I don't even remember, man. Like. <laughs> So it was like we need a cornerback, man. It's like so I, I just wish I could have had a video of that that war room, man, because I'm sure Aaron Glenn was in there screaming. I'm just I'm sure everybody was just screaming like, no, we need this little fucking quarterback for this go sit. Because if you remember, man, like the NFL thought that Patrick Mahomes was a developmental quarterback. They they That's thought, what they thought. The, yes, the most like the highest you would see him going. Because I believe, if I remember correctly, Houston was picking like in the 20s. And a lot of mocks had him going to like Houston, like late first, mid to late first round. And I really think that that really played a factor into them not moving and the optics, because I just think, I think that knowing Sean Payton and kind of how, I won't say arrogant he can be, but... I look at it as he thought 
that no one has viewed him as the type of quarterback I envision him being. And so at 11, he'll, he's going to be there and he's going to be the pick. Um, and I don't have to worry about, you know, you know, I don't have to worry about anyone, you know, going up to, you know, to getting him. I think that again, coming with some of the arrogance, maybe if it doesn't get leaked that he goes to fucking Lubbock with Pete Carmichael to work him out. Like if it was a Blake Bortles situation where I'm, 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 I'm explaining how the Jags drafted Blake Bortles, not him as a player, but they loved Blake Bortles. They, they, the Jags were picking number three overall the year that they drafted Blake Bortles. And if you listen to their GM talk about why it was such a shock that he was taken so highly, he he ain't tell nobody, nobody, (laughs) nobody. He He was taking trips to games and nobody even knew he was going there. Nobody, bro. Like I remember that. Like it was such a secret because they kept it that way. I don't know how it leaked that Sean went to fucking Lubbock. I I don't know, but I don't know, man. But Mahomes aside, you know, I think to your point of like the optics in terms of the defense and all that, that may have been why. And I don't, I don't, we don't know how they graded Deshaun, right? Because you know, if they had graded him that highly, or if he was on the same tier then he probably may have been the pick over Lattimore. But if you, if you just think about how altering, like in the 2017 draft was one of the greatest fucking, like top-notch draft, bro. Bro, top-notch, man. Like, but it just, just the fact that they couldn't go wrong right there. They couldn't go wrong. They couldn't go wrong, man. I don't know, bro. They could have traded. They could have traded up for. Yeah, they could have traded up for for Mahomes. They could have, you know, Lattimore. They had other players there. I mean, it was just such a great draft. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can say they couldn't go wrong. Only because, in terms of the NFL, you you always, if you have an elite quarterback, that that's always going to win out over whoever it is. Oh, of course, so, yeah, like yeah. So yeah. if you if you but if they, you do, they traded. They traded four great seasons for fifteen good seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's I, the trade. That's the trade. Oh, they had. bro! But it, it's it, impossible to know. It that, is. That, but it was, at the same time, it's impossible to know that Lattimore was going. You remember Lattimore was, uh, you know, constantly dealt with hamstrings, hamstrings, injured, at, at Ohio State, injured. He only really started for like a year, so he didn't have much experience. So. You know, that was a gamble too. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like a, that was a legitimate gamble. So, you know, I mean, it's just something they go, I, I know, like, he'll, he'll never admit it. Sean Payne would never admit it. But I know it's something he lay back in his bed and I was like, fuck. Why it's, didn't I, you know, why wasn't I more forceful with it? Why wouldn't it's it, you his, know what I'm saying? It's his biggest mistake as a head coach for the Saints. It is. It, it is, is man. It is. It is. You, you Like, you can't miss. And it was so funny today because in his press, he said, you talked about how the quarterback is often poorly evaluated in the NFL draft. I'm like, bro, look in the fucking mirror, man. Like, what bro, you, you, it's, it's, it's even, it, it'd be one thing if Sean likes watched Mahomes and was like, nah, he's trash. Like, he's, he's not going to be, like, <laughs> he accurately evaluated him and still, like, said, it just, it's just, it's crazy. Um, and Watson. And Watson. And Watson. So let's look at the, like the sliding doors thing, right? So 
let's say they they would have gotten Mahomes. Let's say they traded up like a fifth round pick to secure whatever. In the draft, whatever. In the draft was ended up being Mahomes, Reuben Foster, Marcus Williams, AK. As opposed to uh, Lattimore, Ramchek, Marcus, AK. We took AK in the second round, right? No, third. Third, third round, okay. So um, that was, we took, I want to say we took Anzalone and AK in the third. Yeah. Yes. Well, I... I Ruben Foster throwing me off because will we still have drafted him? Because San Francisco still would have traded up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you'd have Ramchek. You know, you, you would have had uh, Mahomes, Ramchek, and who else? Marcus and AK. Marcus Williams and AK. It's a damn good fucking draft, bro. <laughs> it's a damn good draft. And look, most likely they go eight and eight that season, maybe. Yes. You're know saying maybe. Eight maybe. Because the defense, like Lattimore was so key to that 2017 season. He was season. rough. And he, he and was he so had, fucking good. But he hasn't reached that level of play since. No, no, no. Like, like just the way he was, like he was so fucking good, bro. So, you know, it would have been a down season and they would have had to say bye to Drew Brees. Because Sean Payton would have been watching Patrick Mahomes in practice, just like uh, Andy Reid did, did, man. <laughs> Andy Reid couldn't wait to get Alex Smith out of there. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, get him out of here. Out of here <laughs> send, him to, send him to Washington so fast, bro. Go fast, man. Get out of here, man. What, what do you want? What do you need? Okay, here, here. Like, go, go. Oh, damn it. Like, like I kiss, Saints fans kill me when we talk about this. They'll be like, well, uh, we, that, we couldn't do that because Mahomes would have been sitting on a bench for three or four years. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I wouldn't have been, you think Mahomes would sit on a bench for three or four years? That, that's the thing that Saints fans were actually saying? They say that all the time, every time we talk about this, bro. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this, you don't think Sean Payton is, can, like, see? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he, he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks who ever played football. Like, that's, that's not hyper- football. That's like- not hyperbole. Like, can you, let, let's stop, people. Let's stop. In I love Sean Drew. Payton, in a Sean Payton offense. I love Drew. I, I love Drew. Love him. Love him. Love him. Sean would have had one season of practice, or the, the, all the practices for a season, all the practices through training camp, and he's like, oh, I can do what with my playbook? Excuse me? And meanwhile, you know, Patrick Mahomes at practice on a scout team throwing blind, you know, no look passes and throwing side, you know, sidewinder passes and shit. Like, it's so pain to be like, fuck, man, Drew. It's good knowing you, brother. <laughs> You're a legend. You're a legend, man. Legend. But you gotta go. You know, and Drew Brees, I. I don't know if he would have retired. He probably would have went to, like, the Broncos or... I still say Broncos or or Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. And I would have hated to see that, but, like, man, that's life, man. Like, fuck, it happens. So that that was the draft that really broke my heart. But the next draft, 2018, (laughs) 
this draft right here. If, if, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Are the Saints going to pick up Marcus Davenport's fifth year option? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like, seriously, I do not know, man. I do not know. I, I, I can't even answer the question of, like, would I do it? Come on, I, man. One part of me, like, uh, you know, it's guaranteed money. You ain't shown shit. Then the other part of me is like, man, like, Saints D-line is, like, on a decline after yes. this year. Like, So, like, man, we need to keep everything we can in the stable, like fuck the money, like do what you got to do. He's in the house, keep him. So that's where I'm at. But like, yeah, but that's where you at. It's unfortunate you traded a first round pick from the future and using your current first round pick to go up and get this guy. Let me you know let me saying? let me let me break it down. Saints were picking 27th overall. Yeah. That was after the the Minnesota Miracle playoff run. 27th overall, and this year they're picking 28th overall. Not much ain't changed. Um. They traded up from 27 to fucking 14. Mm. Bruh. To do that, they had to give up the 27th pick, uh, 2019's first. I think I'm probably missing something. It may have been more on top of that. I don't even know at this point. Yeah. It, it makes me. It was know. more. It, it had it to was be some, more. Kind of tr- some kind of flip of a pick. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. And if you make that type of move and you're and you're you're in a win now mode, right? Because they were, you gotta get that pick right. It's gotta get it right. You gotta get it right, Ryan. You you must get that pick right. And he he has not been that guy. I'm not this is not me ragging on Marcus as a player. This is just me being real. He hasn't been that guy. Period. And injured. Injured, inconsistent play. He, he doesn't, you know, he's been in the league, what, four-ish years now? Doesn't show any type of development. Like, like where are your pass moves, bro? Huh. Like, like, Straight bull rush. Bull rush. Like, come on now. Like, so – this this move, honestly, to me, is if we want to talk about the potential Saints dynasty that was not to be, this is a move that that spearheaded it. It wasn't like I know missing on Marshawn's or sorry, missing on Mahomes is bad, not getting Deshaun is bad, but this move is a crusher. It's a crusher because not only do you not get the player, you don't hit on the player, but you also you don't have the draft capital and first round picks. Like it's a gamble, but like when you hit on them, they're huge dividends because yeah. you keep, you, you keep a player for four, for five years at a reasonable contract price. They're young. Like you control their rights. I mean, that sounds kind of slave mentality, but that's just how the NFL <laughs> is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's just huge dividends. And so for them to miss on Marcus and they, potentially could have drafted someone like Gaier Alexander, who, whoever, like it, that, that to me, that's the crusher. Honestly, that's, that's, that's the move that's has really set the franchise back because it was such a, a blunder of 
not about properly evaluating talent. And there was also the Lamar Jackson draft. Nope. Mm-hmm. And he went, he went what, 32? 32. Yeah. So that was that was three potential opportunities. And that was like that was when Mike Mayock, he Bruh, he had me hundred percent sure. He had me believing it was Lamar. <laughs> I don't know who his source was, man, but he believed in himself, man. He believed that shit. <laughs> like Sean Payton's about to draft Lamar Jackson. He's been done. I'm like, oh shit, we about to do this. He about no. to do this. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I had to look this, I had to look this motherfucker up. Cause that was the Bruh, I was like, who the fuck? Marcus Davenport. It, so what school? <laughs> where? University of Texas of El Paso. And I Google him, the first thing I read is something about him like an anime. Football, not his first love. I'm like, oh Traycon Smith has arguably become like a better player than Marcus Davenport, bro. Oh, that, that's just sad. That's just At sad. least Traycon put it in the he puts it in the paint, bro. He put it in the paint, bro. Like the dude catch touchdowns. You can't say that. <laughs> that motherfucker catch touchdowns. It, and I listen. I, I said after they drafted Marcus Davenport, I really think that the lasting images of the Minnesota game in the playoffs just stuck with Sean. Mm-hmm. And I made the analogy, if anyone's ever seen, you know, Age of Ultron, when Scarlet Witch, Wanda gets in fucking Tony's Stark's head and puts that fucking vision mm-hmm. of like the world ending and whatever, you know, if he doesn't, like Perfect to me, like, analogy. yeah, Sean's like, I just, if we just would have had another fucking pass rusher, you know, that 10 that's- seconds, just that's the key right there, bro. Get get that's the case. Get the case. Keenum. That's every year though. Every year, like Sean is obsessed how they yes. with what causes them to lose. It obsesses him. I, I it, it's funny because I, I wrote one of my draft meta articles was on that, bro. Like mm. if the so when the Legion when it was the Legion of Boom. What you know, and that was you know, plaguing the Saints and whatever. What did Sean try to do? Let's go get Brandon Brown. Let's create, let's our, you know, let's draft Stanley Jean Baptiste. Pay pay Jerry's bird, make him the highest safety in history. <laughs> Didn't work out when when the Cowboys had their renaissance, and it was largely due to their offensive line with um, you know, the I can't even think of their names right now. A lot of them were fucking hurt and retiring. Um, you know, with Toron Smith and like uh, was it Nick? One of the fucking Martins. Um, and had their offensive line renaissance. What do we do? Let's draft Andres Pete. Yeah, and it he has this thing where what's work if it's working in the league or if it's or it's worked against him. That's what he wants. He's on, he's even done this with you know we we know how he's done it with players on other teams. He's like oh shit. Uh, what was the the safety thing that we signed from Carolina? Oh, fucking uh, shit! What this? What's this goddamn name? I forgot. Oh man, I came with came with thinking, bro. He was all thinking, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing he, the only good thing he did was he caused that fumble in that Steelers game in 2018. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The only, only good thing he did. The, 
Dude, it was horrible. But yeah, if he see if you're another team and like you diagnose his scheme well on defense, Sean's just like, oh my god, he's such a great player. I got, I gotta get him in the, I gotta get him. Man, look, I gotta get him in the team all the time, bro. Every time, it never fails. And so, I really think that that Minnesota game, it, it, he was plagued with this thought of. If we could have just got to Case, we would have been to fucking Philly. We would have won in Philly. Like, and that's where it kind of like, that's where it kind of just, we got to go get him. We evaluated him. He's the guy. We got to go get him. In two years, in 2017 to 2018, the Saints had three opportunities to draft their quarterback of the future. Mahomes, I know people are going to say, well, technically Mahomes wasn't there when the Saints were drafting. Like, they could have fucking got him. Shut up. They could have got him. Deshaun Watson, who was there, Lamar Jackson. All those three players, let me let me break some, let me break something down. Mahomes, um, MVP. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. Deshaun Watson, do, do I need to remind Saints fans last season, the opener of Monday Night Football? Smoked. Some of those throws Deshaun was making, bruh. Bruh. That, the throw to Kenny Stills that if it wasn't for, for Drew Brees being amazing, should have ended the game. Come on, man. Man. This is the same Deshaun Watson, it's, and, it's, and it's crazy because you sent me the picture when you think about where the Texans are as an organization, that last year in the playoffs were up 24-0 to against the Chiefs. Bruh. In the divisional round? Been downhill ever since. Three, three chances to land either of those guys, either of them, and it didn't happen. And so now, as fans, what Sean's doing, what we're formulating, what could happen is what? What? How do we fix this quarterback position for next season? It it should have been fixed already. They had their chances already. And now we're, you know, let me ask you, what what are, where do you put the Saints? Just not not knowing anything, give me what you think the Saints record may be next season. Well, I think if uh I'm 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 like 70% sure Jameis Winston is gonna be the starting quarterback. So I say with Winston. And with the moves they will have to make this offseason, I think they're about a, between eight to ten wins. Yeah, I was I was thinking the exact same. Like we're yeah. Eight, eight I, to I would, ten wins. Yeah, eight to ten, maybe seven 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 to ten. That can see them going seven to nine or that's definitely possible. Because I think the de- I think the defensive line is gonna take a huge drop off. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna pay trade. I don't think they're going to pay Trey Hendrickson. And if they do pay him, I still don't think it matters. I think Camp Jordan is in decline. You lose a Sheldon Rankins. Um, Malcolm Brown is leaving. I think the defensive line is going to take a big step down. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is going to be older. Uh, Janoris Jenkins is going to be older. Uh, you know, let him more in the contract here. You might go, you're probably going to be out with Marcus Williams, but maybe even if they bring him, come bring him back. It's just going to be. We don't know who's going to be linebacker uh, next to Demario Williams. I mean, Demario and, Davis. Uh, we haven't we haven't even talked about that fucking draft. 
It should so, be Zach Bond, bro. Uh, bro, like when we get to that 2020 draft, bro. That shit ugly. I was like, dang, like that was a fucking horrible draft. A horrible draft. That was a horrible draft. I don't give a fuck. Maybe Ruiz turns out to be like a good player, but I don't see it right now. Mm. I don't see it, man. Mm. I don't see it. Like, like maybe he does. I'm not saying he doesn't. He maybe, you know, maybe, maybe his lights as far as a center, you know, but what about Eric McCoy? I, I don't know. But that's a horrible looking draft. Zach McCoy, Zach McCoy. I mean, I mean, I'm just say Zach McCoy. What the fuck? Zach Bond. Like, bro, like. I'm supposed to do with that, you know what I'm saying? Yo, listen, we we watched Zach Bond as a player at Wisconsin, and I I I just I didn't see it. I didn't see it, Ryan. You you didn't see it. I didn't see it. I was like, trust me. You could go back and listen to our podcast talking about. Come on, bro. (laughs) I mean, we we not no football experts, but like we can watch some football and like we either see it or we don't. We didn't see it. You take a linebacker in the third round, bro, and he can't barely get on the field. We got some problems. You try to use a reason. You had Patrick Queen there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, wasn't a big Patrick Queen fan, but uh, he had a, a good year for the Ravens. You know what I'm he saying? Had he had a decent year for the Ravens, but he was getting abused in pass coverage, just like Anzalone. So, like, he, he, does, he does. He does, man. But athleticism, man, it's like, come on, man. Like, I mean, all right. So let's, let's before we get to the 2020 draft, 2019 draft. Let me let me talk about why why the the trading up for Davenport was such a huge blunder for the Saints. So 2019, the year that that offseason, Matt Unger um, Matt Unger retires, right? So you you know that they gotta do something around in the center position. They're still a high top you know echelon team trying to do a lot in the playoffs, going far in the playoffs. They're trying to get over the hump, get to the Super Bowl, all that, right? That's the year that they drafted Eric McCoy in the second round. Um, You know, great, great pick. Great, fantastic pick. Um, But, like, even if, you know, Eric McCoy in the second round, the word on the street was the Saints were very high on A.J. Brown. Oh, really? Very high on A.J. Brown. It seems like them picking Eric McCoy at 48 was 100% more of a needs pick than the best player available. Yeah. I can't confirm this, but it is heavily implied that if the Saints had a first-round pick that year, I don't know if they would have went McCoy in the first and then maybe AJ Brown would have been there at 48 or if it would have just been, they just would have taken AJ Brown at, at 48 or or excuse me in the first round. But that's just, that's the ramifications of not having a first round pick because you traded it up for exactly for Max Dell. Cause then you, yeah. you, you, you can't like you're, you're, you're hamstrung. Like you, you gotta, you, you're, you're fucked with what, with what you're given. Time preference, man. Time preference. <laughs> it means so much, dude. It means so much. So it affects, you know, it has, it's like a butterfly effect. You know what I'm saying? It has ripples throughout time. And it, it, it affects everything. So, you know, that's something, you know, and that's, that's just how they operate. They've operated like this for years of just, you know, 
going for broke, you know, win now. Let's just take a short term approach and not let's let's take the, let's eat the, the short let's eat the short term pain for long term gain. You know, that's just Sean Payton. Like that's his the team is Sean Payton's team. It's his mm. personality. And that's just how they approach it. And it's good sometimes because look, I like I like aggressiveness. I like a motherfucker that's gonna go up in the draft and get who they want when they get the right player. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> But I like going up and get Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? Like I love that shit. Like go get him. You 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 have conviction in that player. Go get him. You know I like that shit. I like trading for somebody or you know what I'm saying like doing some cap cap gymnastics just to make it work to draft. You know just to sign somebody. I love that shit. But there's a cost, man. There's always a cost. Always a cost. It is. It is. And. It's just, it's just, it's just frustrating how, how things have, you know, it could, it could have been different, bro. Like it could have been very different. So let's, so, so anyone who's listening to me, you know, listen to this podcast, know that 2017 was, was really bad. But if if you want to pinpoint like when shit took us from potentially being a dynasty you got to really pinpoint 2018 and training for, for Marcus and all it, it's just, it's been a blunder since. And then let's, let's close it out. Let's, let's, talk, about, let's talk about this 2020 draft, bro. Oh man. <laughs> 24. They draft Cesar Maurice. Um, you know, not, not whatever they, they had been fed up with, um, uh, Warford, Warford got him out of there, sent him packing. They brought back everyone's favorite, Andres Pete, during the offseason. Yay. Um, and it's so crazy because one thing we, we've harped on is Mike Thomas needs more help, whatever. So we thought we, that was solved with um, signing Emmanuel Sanders. But in one of the most deepest drafts or wide receivers. A lot of us as fans were like, we still need, we need to take a wide receiver at 24. We got Sanders, you know, we got Thomas, but like, what if Mike Thomas got hurt? I remember, I remember that, something that was talked about. What if he got hurt, right? So then if Mike Thomas gets hurt, then you're back at, you know, back to where you were before. And what happened this season? Mike Thomas gets hurt. Week one. <laughs> in, a, in, in the meaningless garbage time. Too. Meaningless garbage time. So, it in who was drafted right after Caesar Ruiz? Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, the second round of wide receivers is better than the first round. Like, they had so many good wide receivers going the second round. So like they they, they could have traded down. They could have like they could have done so many things. Who gather more picks? First first pick taken of the of first round Bengals. My I mean I, it's proven to be that I might have been wrong about him being my wide receiver one, but still show that he's a damn good player. T Higgins, <laughs> followed by Michael Pittman Jr. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> and you know. 
there's just so much talent. KJ Hamler was in the second round. Chase Claypool was in the second uh, round. Chase Claypool should know. He went what? He went way later, like, right? Chenault went 42. So he, he went like, you know, kind of higher in the in the second. And then the, um, and then the third round, the Saints drafted Zach Bond at 74. And oh man, I thought Adam Trotman was a third round pick. I guess not. I guess he was a fourth round pick. No, it was a third round pick. It's it, so I'm I'm talking about the 2020 draft because when you have an all-in team ready to fucking play for a Super Bowl, all-in, you can't miss on a draft like 2020. Yeah, you you can't miss on a draft like that. And but it's funny because it's like that's when they decided to punt. That's right? when they, that's when they said. Oh, we well, none of these guys can make our team anyway. So let's just get some good players and you know develop them, and hey, it'll be all right. Like I don't, I don't know what goes through this team's mind, man. Like I just wonder sometimes, bro. Like I just was like, what the fuck? If you what the fuck if are you thinking, bro? If you take the 2020 draft and the 2018 draft after um after the Traycon pick. Like those are some terrible draft selections. Yeah. Like that was like the Kareem Moore, uh, like, like that's that's the year that all the rookies got cut except from Davenport and Traquan. That was me and a, Nick was talking. Me and Nick was talking about this man. It was like Rick Leonard, who's not even in the league anymore, bro. Rick Leonard, Leonard, Rick Leonard. I forgot about that motherfucker. <laughs> I remember when they drafted him, like, places didn't even have, like, a picture for that dude. Bro, I'm so tired of those. I'm so tired of those type of drafts. Natrail Jamerson, Kareem Moore. Who? Can I say, so, you know who the Saints drafted in the sixth round in 2018? Boston Scott. Is he a, is he a, come, come a better player than Marcus Davenport? I don't know, man. <laughs> Man, that's my dude. He's on my fantasy team. You heard me? <laughs> I don't know, man. Boston Scott looked real good in, in spurts this year for the Eagles, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's like, so people get all confident. You're like, yeah, we're going to draft. I'm like, mm, I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I watched I watched two two games of, of Trey Lance of North North Dakota State, and I said, "What?" Like, I, I I felt like I was Obi Wan. Like, turn it off. Can't can't, can't, can't watch this anymore. Not, not not gonna do it to myself, bro. Um, but I will ask you. You know, we we went down memory lane. You know, talk talk some some draft pain. Talk why the Saints don't have um, a dynasty. You know, every fan wants that. You know, they want that transition, right? They want that Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, uh, even though it was short lived, Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Like they want that. The Saints don't got that. I I, I, I I'm excited to see what Jameis can do in a Sean Payton offense, but the Saints don't got that, right? But how, like, how can it be fixed? 
you know, so my question to you, and we'll talk about this, you know, we got a long time to talk about it, but is this a, is this a year where you, have, if there's conviction, do they go up and get a guy? But they're at 27. So if they going up to get a guy, they got to go up, up. Um, or maybe is someone going to drop to them that they, they like? I don't know, like a Mac Jones? I, like what... Is it trading for Stafford? Is it rolling with Jameis? Is it, you know, if you can, Sean Payton could get in Deshaun Watts' DMs and say, yo, make them trade you to New Orleans and be an asshole about it. Like, how how is it fixed? How do you fix it? Um, uh, well, with Deshaun Watson, I would at least try to put a package together, a realistic package, and just make an offer to the Texans. They'll probably hang up immediately. But just try it. Like, just go ahead and take a shot. Like, shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? They'll hang up. Then move on. Uh, it would be ideal to draft a quarterback, but don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Like, take a quarterback you believe in. Like, do your fucking homework make a grade without bias and take a guy you really believe in. Don't just draft a guy that's like, oh, okay, maybe we could turn him into something. Maybe Don't draft a, don't don't, draft don't. a, a Garrett Grayson. Garrett Grayson or none of that. No. Like, if you see a guy you and you feel like like, okay, this is a franchise quarterback right here. You go get him. Like, I don't, I don't care what you got to give up give up to move up to get him. If you have that conviction, you go get him. You know what I'm saying? So, don't and don't 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 try to overcorrect a mistake by you know overcorrection. Like yeah, like you fucked yeah. up Patrick Mahomes. Like you, you right. did that. You didn't draft Deshaun, but don't try to so overcorrect that mistake by fucking up the future, which could even harm right. the team even further. Exactly, exactly. Like so, just remove all remove all the outside noise, all the bias. All that. Look at the player on the tape and make a truthful grade. Go work him out personally. Get collect all the information possible, and then with conviction make that decision. You know, so I, I'm all right. If they draft a guy, they don't. I'm fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if not that, you know, I think you just like your best option is Jameis, at least for this year. I mean, this year, like that's your best option as far as like how much he's going to cost because you're going to be tight against the cap. And the fact that you know what you, you know, you, you've had him in the building. You know what I'm saying? You've had him in the building, he knows your playbook. So you know what you get, you know? So at least you're competitive, but at the same time, you have a chance to kind of reset your roster because I think they're going to need to. They, they I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be ugly. This year is going to be kind of ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, I think the defensive line is going to take a step back. I think that'll affect the whole defense. I don't think the defense is going to be as good uh, this coming season. Um, but what you lose in what the defense might not be a good, do you think with Jameis at get, quarterback? Okay, you gain some things with offense. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's it's – it's kind of going to be a gift and a curse in some ways because I think you can wind up having a better offense this season than you've had in a long time. I think uh, Mike Thomas, I think you'll see 
glimpses of Mike Thomas if he's on a team that you haven't seen in years. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like I think we'll see. I don't think we'll. I think we'll see if he's on the team. I think we'll see him in ways that he had hadn't been used before. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Like like Slant Boy, like my dude, uh, Rev, Rev, uh, Rev Deuce Wyndham or whatever his name is. <laughs> my dude, Rev, he's been posting videos on Twitter. Of like uh, you oh. know, just Drew Brees, Drew Brees from 14, 15, 16, 2012. You know, Drew Brees was slain and he was showing like Mike Town, like Mike Town was getting deep in 2016, his rookie year. Yeah, you know, he was, was back with Drew Brees, he was yeah. getting downfield, you know what I'm saying? And it just hadn't been able to use him that way. And he's still been a dog. But you get it, you man, you get James, man, like somebody that could buy time and get the ball downfield, man, like, you, you're going to see a different Mike. It ain't going to be Slant Boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, he's, he's, some, I'm not saying he's some speedster or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? He's going to get downfield and make some big plays for you. So, you know, I think the offense could be exciting. And I think the team could be exciting. But, yeah, I mean, look, man, like, James Winston, he played for five years. He started for five years. So, like, we kind of know what he is. Yeah, you know, so he's he, a football, bro. Like he gonna make plays. He gonna throw a touchdown. He gonna throw for yards. Gonna throw for picks. He's gonna fumble the ball. Like that all goes into it. You know what I'm saying? If now maybe he reforms some kind of way, okay, I'll take it. But I, all I can go is like the history. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and that's where we have right now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is the year they go and draft a quarterback. I think they. I mean, they're 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 in such a shitty position to do so, bro. Like they're they're picking twenty eight. They really are, they're and that and that and that's why that whole seventeen draft kind of well seventeen and eighteen just lingers over them, bro. Because like you're yeah seventeen, you're picking eleven, eighteen, you you trade up to fourteen, and Lamar's there. Like yeah. y'all had your chances if y'all wanted your quarterback. Like chances, that was yeah. it, bro. Um, but also also that said, you know, what I mean. It's it's the feeling that you got to pick top two or three to get your quarterback, but man, if you just look at the history of quarterbacks just in the past twenty years, like it's 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 rare that those top two or three quarterbacks work. Like, yeah, it's, it's just true. rare, bro. Like it's, that's it's, just how, it's and it has shoot. nothing to do with that. It's just it's just such a fucking crapshoot, bro. You don't know, like even if you have a quarterback now that you feel good about that you've had for like two or three years. You don't know, you know, like you don't know if Baker Mayfield gonna work out. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't know. I, I, I'm still not 100. Like Lamar Jackson, like Lamar Jackson. How much do you pay Lamar Jackson? Like, bro. And I love Lamar. We talking real. We talking real talk right now. Yeah, you talking about somebody who loves Lamar, bro? Like that's my dude. Been rocking with him since Louisville. You so you, pay, you, you pay you Lamar pay Lamar 40 million. That's what I'm saying. You pay him Lamar 45 million a year. Because I mean that's the that's the rate. Can't do it, bro. <laughs> Can't do it, bro. I'm just saying, man. So it's hard, man. It's very hard. It's a very hard position to evaluate. It's very hard to get right. So um, yeah. You call up. You call up your your homeboy, Dan Campbell. You say, Dan, I'm gonna give you this 28th pick, and next year's second round pick, you trade us Matt Stafford. Clean and easy. What do you say as a fan? I was a fan. I'd be fucking forward. Like, come on, huh? Like, Matt Stafford is a top ten quarterback. He's a top ten quarterback. So I would love to get him. 
I worry a little bit due to the injuries. The injuries, yeah, man. The injuries scare the shit out of me. Like he seems like a breaking down guy. Yeah. So that's why I, I, I don't. I wouldn't trip about the draft capital uh, because I mean, okay, you know, it's a first round pick, blah, blah, whatever. But the money got to be right. Money got it right. You, you can't come here and be like, I want 40 million. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Can't. Not even 35. I ain't gonna lie, not even 35. Like, it has to be like a deal that's not super team friendly, but a deal that we could get out. You know what I'm saying? If shit go bad, we could hit the exit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that we, we won't drag the team down for three or four years and we still paying Matthew Safford. No. It would have to be right. It would have to be right. So we'd have to work with his agent, you know, behind the scenes and make sure it's all right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that goes. But uh, other than that, I was like thinking about all this shit. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Rev, like posting the videos, just had me thinking about 2014 through 16, man. Like that was the end of Drew Brees' prime. Yes. Those years. And such a missed opportunity, man. Like Damn, and that's and that's why, that's why the the no call will just always reverb, reverberate. Yeah, bro. yeah. Like, it, it, that's why it's like a dagger in our heart, man. Because yes. it's like outside fans don't get it. They're like, "Oh, y'all just complaining, complaining." It's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, man. That's like, you know, that's like say you fucking. I don't know, you went to college, like you finally got to college. Say you you never went to college and as an adult, you finally got to college and you passed all your classes and you made it and you were ready to go graduate, but then at the last minute, they just pulled some shit where you couldn't graduate. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you overcome all this adversity and you cheated out of it, man. It's like, man. That is the worst, bro. It's the worst, bro. And I I have listen, man. I, I think they would have waxed the Patriots, bro. Like that 18 team. Oh like, man. They, they would have waxed. We know them. we know they would have, bro. Two weeks rest. Oh, come on, man. They, they would have waxed them, bro. That, that's why that that's why that's why it hurts. Um, so you brought up Jameis. we'll we'll wrap up, we'll start winding this down. No, we you know we've been talking a while. What what do you pay Jameis to bring him back? That's that's the question I've been bringing up all day, bro. Everybody like, oh, we got Jameis next year. Like he's not signed. He ain't signed. <laughs> like, what do you pay him? Oh, they're like, oh, he. Everybody's like, oh, he's gonna be with the team. Like he ain't like, uh, with the team. Uh, are, are, they, are, they, are they doing like a like a a back a backward like backhand deal that like I don't know like we don't know about like it's already. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Like, what do you pay him? Oh, like, oh, he's gonna take a team for the deal. How do you know that? <laughs> Like you don't know shit, man. Like we, he's not signed. He's not signed. We have no idea what he's gonna be paid. We have no idea if he's gonna be with the team. We have no idea. Like that's the fact right now. That's the fact of the situation right now. So everybody's like, "Oh, he's gonna be." It's like, no, you don't know. You don't know. Thank it. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be with the team, but I still don't know. Right. I can't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you're paying him. I, I personally, I don't think teams are going to be going crazy to sign him because it's like, okay, he's not like he showed anything this season. Uh, and it's like, it's not like there's a big QB needy market out there just like last year. 
So I don't see like him being like wooed by other teams or something like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, we got to see how it works out. We don't know. <clears throat> but I think they'll bring him back. And, you know, probably I'm, they're not going to pay him $1 because they're going to expect him to be the starter. Right. So I, I imagine something like 15 or $20 million, something like that, probably with a lot of incentives and stuff like that, you know. So that that said, what the fuck do they do with Taysom, bro? Taysom going to be here, man. He, under, he, he getting paid the big bucks. <laughs> so it's like, do your job, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be the backup. He's going to be the Swiss Army Knight. They probably keep Trevor Simeon as just another backup, you know. Uh, so I mean, I think I think they all I think they all three of them are going to be here, you know. Yeah, maybe not Simeon, maybe somebody else, but I, I know uh, Taysom and uh, I, I think I think Taysom and Peyton kind of got to understand it. And because Taysom, <laughs> it's cold out there. Really, like Taysom, bro, nobody wants you. Nobody's gonna bring you on the start. You know what I'm saying? Like that ship has sailed. Oh. It's interesting, bro. It is. It's it's fascinating. There there are days where it's very easy to be for me to be like, eh, yeah, don't give two shits. Like, didn't like not think about it at all. But there's other days where I'm just like, huh, huh. We gonna I'm see. I'm fascinated by it, man. I'm fascinated. I know. I'm fascinated by the past. I'm fascinated going forward. But yeah, they wear you out, man. But I just. I keep thinking about that damn uh, Bronx Tale. You seen that movie? Which which movie? A Bronx Tale. It's been forever, but yes, I have. My, my favorite movie, probably like. Top Is that five. the where he talks about if the girl doesn't open your door or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, then yeah, yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> Robert De Niro and all that. Yes. Yeah, but top five movie for me. But you know, he always uh, Sonny. He says, you know, the worst thing in the world is wasted talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's, that's just how I feel about the Drew Brees era Saints, man. It's like, man, wasted fucking talent, man. Like, I'm appreciative for that one Super Bowl. I'm appreciative, appreciative for the winning and all that stuff. But there's no reason this team shouldn't have won two or three, man. No reason, man. None. It's just it's just ridiculous, man. But, you None. know, we, we've had some of – we had, like, I don't want to hear it, bro. We had, like, three or four – of the historically worst defenses to ever exist. You know what's crazy is that as, as many people love fellatioing Aaron Rodgers, and don't get me wrong, he's a great quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he, that might change this season, but he's the only one one Super Bowl himself. Exactly. Like, it's hard, bro. It's hard. It's hard to win Super Bowls, bro. Like, the Patriots have skewed – that yes. little view. Yes. But like just remove the Patriots out of the equation, man. Like think Old about teams. It. think about how, how quickly the Eagles have de- deteriorated in three seasons, bro. Bro. <laughs> three seasons, man. They just won a Super Bowl and we're like the beauty of the NFL. Bro, and Doug Peterson gone. And unemployed. Carson Wentz pro- probably is gonna be back, but like probably on a short lease. Like, come, bruh, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Um, but I, I told you, I, I, I did say, if for whatever reason, if Patrick Mahomes win his second Super Bowl and second Super Bowl MVP, 
I'm just, just going to deactivate my account, bro. Just, 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 it's probably going to happen, bro. Like, just just, just, just going to deactivate it, bro. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, he's that guy, you know. He's going to have two, three, four rings when he's done, you know. Yeah. it's Because, he, you know, you got the right coach. He's the right player. Like, perfect match, man. Only other match that would have been was. Oh, stop it. All right. <laughs> In this <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we have, like like Ryan said on the last episode, we have some things planned uh, this, you know, this off season, um, you know, keep you guys engaged. Uh, you know, I know, you know, maybe most people don't want to think about football right now, but I mean, it's always something to talk about, like whether it be Saints related, NFL related or fucking even not football related. Um, I know that a lot of our listeners are fans of our not football podcast. And so that is a hundred percent something that Ryan and I plan to have more of or not football related episodes, especially as the off season um, is approaching um, with the draft and all that. Those are going to be some, some draft episodes, which, eh, but whatever, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> the, the older I get, the more, Eh, I become about the draft, but I've already watched oh, two, two two games of Trey Lance, so I can't. So here, here, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> here, it, here it starts. Um, but thanks for all our listeners, all our supporters. Oh, go ahead. Just wanted to mention, uh, no combine this year. Yeah, no combine. It's gonna be strictly all pro days and interviews, and it's it's funny too because if you listen. To, uh, to like what a lot of GMs like it, their process really doesn't change. Like they're fine right. with it. I think it's a it's a media uh yeah blow more than anything. Cause cause the whole league is in one place at one time. A lot of news comes out at the combine and shit like that. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's a little different. This the world we live in, bro. World we live yeah. in. Anyway, hope I hope you got do this episode uh don't be mad at us we're just we're just going we just took a scroll through memory lane just you know just remind people um but with that enjoy the games on sunday if you if you do watch them i know some people are just going to be like also what is this weird thing about um like the bucks fans are expecting us to root for them because there are nfc south counterparts what is what no no <laughs> Get go get <laughs> go get fucked. Like I hope Aaron Rodgers throws for five touchdowns, and I don't Man, even like I don't even Man. like the Packers or Aaron Rodgers. So, <laughs> man, fuck the Bucks, man. I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> Lord knows exactly what we need is Tom Brady in another fucking Super Bowl. That, Bro, that's he's. Bruh, he won. I mean, he has played in forty-three playoff games. <laughs> Bro, that's that shit. That don't make no sense. Forty-three playoff games, man. That's almost four NFL full seasons. Bruh, that don't make no damn sense, man. That's insane. Get, <laughs> get him out. Get him out of my face. What was almost was almost the Saints quarterback this season? If Drew would have stayed bro, alive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
This nigga, this nigga would, would, would have been eating my fucking um. They could have kept that fucking news right there. They could have <laughs> kept that shit to themselves. Would have been eating my avocado ice cream like Kanye was in the car, bro, in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, being a Saints fan is something, bro. It's something, bro. It's always something. Anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I hope so. If if you're a listener, uh, supporter, if you. If you haven't, if you've gotten your mask, I know almost everyone's posted, you know, on, on Twitter with their picture. If you got your mask, please post it on Twitter. Um, you know, add us at the account. Um, if you hadn't gotten your mask and if you are a donator, Patreon, reach out to Ryan and I. There's still some left so we can get them out to y'all. We want, we want you guys to have them. Um and hopefully, you know, if everything continues to go well, there's going to be more merchandise on the way. Um, with that, we're out of here. Be safe. Be careful. We're out. Peace. I put those weird coordinated a while. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.